wrapping up our first ever draft reaction episode split up into 32 minor parts uh, is the Vikings with their pick of Lewis Seen starting a little bit run on safeties. Um, what do you think, Matt? Yeah, um, I mentioned a little little bit earlier with the the Daxton Hill pick um, and also mispronouncing um, <laughs> scene's name of uh, scene sign whatever um, but yeah no I think he's a good player he's he's got some good physical tools um, uh, quick I mean he he can go sideline to sideline so yeah, anytime you're looking at a safety that's got a blazing speed like this I'm I'm pretty impressed, but he he pairs that speed with some really good physicality and that ability to come up and play the run really well. Um, he's a devastating hitter, um, which I think just kind of you know, you have to be if you're a Georgia Bulldog at this stage of the game. Um, so I think it's a good fit for the the Vikings. Um, and yeah, I, you know you got Harrison Smith who's getting a little bit older. They had Sandejo there for quite quite some time. Um, so I think adding some uh, some young blood to the uh, the secondary is going to be good for them. Yeah, secondary was a, a, necess- a necessity for the Vikings. I mean, they brought uh, they brought in Patrick Peterson, who is no longer really Patrick Peterson. Cam Dantzler got busted on a lot last year. Harrison Smith's getting older. It was just, it's an area of need for them and. Like you said, seen I have here physical as hell, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, devastating hitter. I had the exact the phrase you use, the exact phrase you use, and very sure tackler. Uh, the guy he closes in a hurry, and you could just tell he loves hitting. Um, I don't know if he has. He is quick, but I don't know if he has like the top top end speed. But I, you know, if he did, he would be you know the tenth pick in the draft. So there's when you're getting this late, there's going to be flaws with everyone, and mm-hmm. you know scene is about as close as well around as you can get uh, at this stage in the draft so i think this is a great pick just an area of need and they got a really high-end player um this uh, in the first round yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so um you know this is this is kind of our our last of the 32 picks but um in terms of instant reactions who are your winners and losers of the first round so far winners um i think off the top of my head jets giants um, and Ravens, I feel mm-hmm. like had great days. I'm gonna. I have to take some time to reflect on all the trades that happened in the early 20s because um, I'm yeah. not really sure what to make of that yet. I don't know if the Eagles won or lost because they gave him a AJ Brown apparently a hundred million dollar deal, which I haven't looked into yet. So there's a lot Ooh. there that I'm not sure about. But I would say yeah. losers. Uh, if you're a Texan, Texans and Steelers fan, I feel like you gotta. You, you're probably having a miserable night right now. That's yeah, hearing your voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, yeah, yeah, totally deflated. Um, yeah, I, I'd have to agree. Uh, the Jets, absolute winners. Giants, absolute winners. Uh, Ravens, for sure. Um, two elite talents. Um, actually, all those the, of those three teams, they all got elite players um, in this draft. So, so fantastic moves across the board by those teams. Another team that I'll kind of throw out as a winner, um, who I'm not used to throwing out as a winner, is the Green Bay Packers. Yes. Uh, with Quay Walker and uh, Devontae Wyatt, uh, two Georgia Bulldogs, I think, are going to immediately help that defense. I think it's going to help them continue to compete in the NFC despite losing Devontae Adams. Um, so, it, and again, the emphasis on not reaching for a guy that um, just because of his position, um, waiting on value and just doing the right thing um, and really reading the tea leaves of the draft and reacting appropriately, um, something that the Pittsburgh Steelers do not know how to do. 
Um, and then losers of the draft absolutely agree. The Steelers with the Kenny Pickett pick, um, I'm not a huge fan of that pick. I don't think that's the the right move for them. A lot more holes there that a quarterback is not going to solve. He's not going to fix your run defense. He's not going to fix your secondary, not going to fix your offensive line and not going to fix your depth at wide receiver. Um, those were all positions of strength of this draft quarterback was not one. So why go for a quarterback when everyone else knew that this class sucked? Um, with the exception, I'll say of probably Matt Corral and Malik Willis, in my opinion. Um, but those are upside guys. They're not guys who are going to help immediately. I just don't see that Kenny Pickett's going to be, um, a a real franchise quarterback. The other loser that I'll put out there is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and I said this to, to open, I think it's appropriate to close. Anytime you have the first overall pick and you don't get the best player, or at least one of the top five players in the draft, you failed and Trayvon Walker again it's it's not to harp on the kid it's not to say that he's a bad player he's got perfectly fine skill set but Aiden Hutchinson was better Kayvon Thibodeau was better Sauce Gardner was better uh Ekwanu was better Evan Neal was better I mean go down the list there there's a lot of players that I would I would say Devontae Wyatt was better yes I would agree with that so it's really hard for me to like pat the Jaguars on the back and then they turn around, they trade up in the draft for a linebacker, which is, again, not a premium position. Go ask the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> they trade up for Devin Bush, and that's yielded literally nothing. So you trade up for Devin Lloyd, which I don't find Devin Lloyd to be a, a – a, he's a fine enough football player, but Devin Lloyd can't do anything by himself when he's behind a defensive line that 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 can't eat up blocks. And you end up passing on a guy like Devontae Wyatt in order to take him. Um, so it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I think the Jaguars again are losers. I feel bad for that fan base. Um, you know, Trayvon Walker, I think is going to be fine, but they're going to look back and they're going to say, Oh, we could have had, you know, it, it kind of feels like, uh, the draft where like Dion Sanders and Barry Sanders and Troy Aikman all went. And then there was like Tony Mandarich in the middle of it. I feel like that's going to be the situation. Like people are going to look back and be like, "Wow, Evan Neal was in this draft. Wow, Ike Iwanu was in this draft. Sauce Gardner is the Deion Sanders of this draft." You know, you can go back through and like all these players that were fantastic: Garrett Wilson, Jameson Williams, all these elite talents. And like, who went number one in that draft? Oh, it was Trayvon Walker, the journeyman defensive lineman. Um, in the the oh, I totally lost my train of thought. I was going to say about. Uh, uh, Trayvon Walker, but yeah, I, oh, this is, this is what I was going to say. You know, you hear about, oh, well, if Trayvon Walker develops this and he develops this and he gets better at this and better at that, then he's going to be like really good. We're, we're buying on his potential. It's like, okay, so if you're buying on his potential, if you're, if he's going to improve on all that, what does that make him? It makes him like Aiden Hutchinson, who is already there yeah. and already has that skill to develop. It's, it's like, why don't you take the, the thing that's already baked in? You know, you already know that it exists in this player. Yeah, oh, if he gets if he gets the 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 hands of Aiden Hutchinson, or he gets the speed of Kayvon Thibodeau, he'll be like amazing. Well, yeah, but he, but Kayvon Thibodeau and Aiden they're Hutchinson available. already have those things. <laughs> they're they're available to take. Exactly, like you you you're the first one. Like you get to make the pick. Like you don't have to wait for anybody else to do anything. And, um, I, and I hate to go back to the uh, Steelers pick because um, I know it's gonna you're not gonna sleep all night because of it. But yeah. I heard Rappaport after the pick say that this, which makes this pick even more dumbfounding than it is, um, that the Steelers were okay with taking four 
up to four of the quarterbacks available in the first round. So at that point, you get to 20 or 21. I can't remember which, which number they picked. And yeah. none of them have gone. What yeah. if you say, hey, no one's behind us from 20 to 32 probably is going to take one because they're picking that low because they have a quarterback. So, And if not four teams aren't going to jump in and trade for it, so why don't we just wait to the second round to get ours? Which the fact that they said they were okay with four different quarterbacks makes that pick even. Now, if they were like, we loved Kenny Pickett, we are so happy that he felt us, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, you can defend that, but to say, oh, well, they were happy with four of them, that makes it even more ridiculous in my opinion. Yeah, because you could have, I mean, just look at it. You could have taken Devontae Wyatt. You could have taken Tyler Linderbaum. You could have taken um, Jermaine Jermaine Johnson. You could have taken Trent McDuffie's Tyler Smith. I mean, just go back. um, Kyir Alam. Quay Johnson. I mean, all of those guys, all of those guys provide an immediate impact that Kenny Pickett is not going to provide. And if you still want a Kenny Pickett, you could have traded up in the second round to get him. Right. You could have jumped ahead of or you don't even have to do that. Because Carolina, let's say Carolina and Seattle, we're going to take Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis. Then you take Sam Howell and Desmond Ritter. Because if you're good with four of them, I'd assume that's the four. And that's probably the order I would look at. Well, then why are you so concerned? I So I was listening to Chris Sims talk about, and I love Chris Sims, about the Panthers taking, potentially taking Kenny Pickett. And I thought he brought up a great point. He goes... You're going to have pro- – and I feel like this applies to Steelers too with Mitchell Trubisky. He goes, you're going to have a problem in the locker room because you're going to have Sam Darnold. He was speaking of Sam Darnold, but again, it goes for Mitchell Trubisky. You're going to have Sam Darnold in, and they're going to bring in Kenny Pickett. And in the first few practices of, of the spring or in training camp, they're going to see that Kenny Pickett doesn't have the arm Sam Darnold does, can't move like Sam Darnold does, and – and he's like, it might change when the games start playing. But he's like, for that first few weeks of practice, they're going to be like, we draft this guy in the first round. He's not better than the guy we have now. And that's when you problems start becoming. I thought that was a great point that I had not thought about before. And I think it could be very true for the Steelers, too. It's like, he's, Kenny Pickett's not as mobile as Mitch. He doesn't have the arm that Mitch does. Now, it may, like I said, maybe it changes in games. But yeah, uh, I don't know. And listen, Mike Tomlin beat the Pittsburgh media over the head with a stick. And written on that stick was the term mobility. Yes. All offseason. From the moment before Ben Roethlisberger left the field. Right. Before the toe tag was on Ben Roethlisberger's career, Mike Tomlin, all he wanted to talk about was mobility. So what do you do? You've got Malik Willis in this draft, Matt Matt Corral in this draft. And I would, I mean, Sam, Sam Howe rushed for 800 yards last year and you drafted Kenny Pickett. The only person that Kenny Pickett is more mobile than in this draft is Carson Strong. Yeah. <laughs> and Carson Strong is, is encased in cement. He's less mobile than the Statue of Liberty. I mean, and that's the part that it's, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And, and yeah, I'm super frustrated by it. I don't think it, you know, you, you made the playoffs last year with the ghost of Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, Mitch Trubisky right now is better than Ben Roethlisberger was. Yes. And so what, what is the need? But you had, you had one of the worst run defenses that I've ever seen a Pittsburgh Steeler team have. You had a pretty egregious pass defense and you, so you could have fixed that with Devontae Wyatt. 
the the run defense. You could have fixed the pass defense with someone like Kair Alam. Um, because I mean you, you yeah, you signed Levi Wallace, but there's there's multiple corner positions on the field. Um you re-signed Terrell Edmonds, who's been another Steeler first round bust, and you re-sign him when you could have got the kid from Georgia, you could have got Daxton Hill, you could have got a, a any of those safeties that went towards the back half. So that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, I, I just don't follow the logic here. Um, oh, I signed I signed Miles Jack. Great, Miles Jack isn't going to do anything behind a defensive line that can't eat up blocks. That's that's when you look at the old Steeler defenses that could stop the run. That's what they they had. Aaron Smith. They had Brett Kiesel. They had Casey Hampton. I mean, there were guys like that available in the first round that could have been immediate impact players. So instead, we're going to wait two years for Kenny Pickett to do something when we made the playoffs last year. This could be, in a couple of years, a case study in MBA classes about failures at executive level decision making because you have not enough, too many yes men. You have somebody who is openly leaving their position, making mission critical decisions for the next 10 years. Yeah. Uh, you get tunnel vision on that. This is like, it, when you autopsy this decision making process, if this doesn't work out, there's going to be so many stops along the way where it's like, should have done better, should have done better, should have done better. I'm just going to say, I, lo- I love Mike Tomlin. I do. I am a Mike Tomlin stand, but mm-hmm. he better fucking hope Kenny Pickett's good. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a prediction for the listeners right now. Matt Corral and Malik Willis are gonna go in the second round. Uh, one of them is gonna go to the Carolina Panthers, probably Malik Willis. One of them is going to go to the Seattle Seahawks, probably Matt Corral, or or maybe Desmond Ritter. It depends on how they have them ranked, or maybe Sam Howell. I'm not sure. Whichever quarterback of those four that are left ends up in Seattle or Carolina are both going to have a, a sooner impact than Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis coming out of this class and Matt Corral will both go down as better draft picks than Kenny Pickett. See, I'll take that bet. I bet you Pickett makes a pro bowl for either of those guys. Okay. I, I honestly don't think either any of them will, but if one of yeah. them had to make it, I think it'd be I bet you Pickett would make it. I, I'll take that bet. Willis is gonna be the best guy out of the class, depending uh, on where he goes. If he if he reaches his potential. If he goes I mean I mean it's probably gonna be Carolina or Seattle uh early early tomorrow. Um well, yeah, but we'll, we'll see. Well, we'll give you time to, you know, work out your feelings towards the <laughs> picket. Come to grips with that first-round pick. Then we'll do a next episode, uh, a full-length one, about our takeaways. Yeah. I'm interested to get Bill's takeaway, too. Um, I can also imagine he is not a happy camper. No, he was not. I would also I would also rather have given up a six-round pick for Baker Mayfield. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. I, that's a whole different scenario. Yeah, this is like just this is such terrible decision making and such yeah. terrible decision making. Understanding of value, um, just the whole way down the line. So reading the room, just read the room. Exactly, bad, 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 bad. Uh, but this draft, fun, fun, fun. I think our yes. is good, good, good. Uh, we'll see. Uh, if you have any thoughts, let us know. If not, we'll see you for a full length episode uh, soon. All right, thanks, listeners. All right, thanks. <laughs>